Welcome to the third installment of Micah Sun Reflections, where we explore personal growth and responsibility through original art. You can find me online at micasunreflections.wordpress.com. Thank you, and may your path be filled with goodness and truth and beauty, with peace with right action, and with love. Anthropology. They came to the small room with their beadwork and baskets of earth's hair imported from south over rivers by freight lines and footwork. They came to the small room with blueprints of capillaries ripped down from the station Mechanics of the mundane, reborn in titanium, reborn into piecework. The extraction of salts from the stress sweat of palms, with flowcharts of fornication, and shavings grated off of the moon, holding them out for our noses. As the moon slid judicial down the window, beadwork chattering on their wrists. They came to the small room with wild hearts like fish bowls, and some wiped their shoes on the mats their mothers had woven. And in the corner, two women whispering, and two machete men blocking the path to the tables, with one beneath the table on his back, holding up fingers and toes, the one they called topsy-turvy, the one who came tickling everyone with white feathers, right there on the breastbone. And one came on his knees, holding light like Tinkerbell in a beggar's bowl. He has left his body and shattered off bits of his body across the room, but he is smiling lake-like. They came with a cat in one hand and a cat in the other hand, and one cat they smashed through a window and the other they held on their tongue. They came with their tomato gardens and their three favorite songs and their straight razors tracing jagged circles around everything. You can see them bent over meticulously, drawing circles in the air, humming like busy bees, thinking about that joke, that TV show, the birds roosting in trees above their automobiles and they came holding up fortune-tellers' palms. See? Five lines. Good luck. I prophesy the world will turn. I prophesy unbroken. I will never die. And they came with these new cameras. Now we can freeze the essence of the moment of the essence of being. Used friends, bad jokes, used mattresses, the elusive particle, the parting wave, splitting lost hair, lost time, lost era, and always, always we are waving goodbye in this era of the era of waving hello in this era of the era of as we run out, reinvent the comfortable falsehoods, as we are reinventing these comfortable falsehoods, worn like great-grandmother's quilt, 
and we find we are afraid of we are afraid of understanding that we have always been afraid that the shrug and the sleeping mind are brothers and that the mind is mother to the mist and also the cold mist is mother to the mind and they hold out their trembling slips of paper in the light of the eyeball slide projector like tickets to the rusty carnival, trembling slips of paper pleading with faded letters, pleading admittance, admittance, admittance. This poem was written in college, in my undergraduate program. I was taking anthropology, and yet was always, always compelled by the wild spirit of the poet. A spirit that saw through so many things and loved life, the lusty, physical, sensual life and also loved the life of the mind, but saw this strange amalgam of professorial frenzied knowledge and acquisition, and also saw its shadows, how the academy pulled apart and piecemealed and categorized and did all these Western left-brained sorts of things with the knowledge of of the peoples that they studied and of the cultures. I remember seeing the occasional sweaty professor drunk and intoxicated on the acquisition and pursuit of knowledge Although, looking back at my younger self, I wonder if that wasn't just the effects of a lot of caffeine, as was so common back in academia. And I remember also the existential crises of being in such a heady academic liberal arts environment and a rather renowned southern college, Southern University, and yet also starting to get into the experience of entheogenics and holy experiences and the direct, the direct connection with Holy Spirit, you might say, with the spirit of life, which was so alive in me. Poetry itself wakes and accesses the spirit of the divine for me and did especially then so often really connected me to source in a way that tapped wildness and tapped the ecstatic beauty of life and i felt that in the study of anthropology of peoples the compelling acquisition of knowledge the mind is so hungry to learn to really understand this world and it's such a powerful drive and of course has caused so much destruction in our world and yet 
is a real thing. It's a, it's a powerful, powerful energy, which I love the taste of as well. Does that make me a conqueror? Does it make me an explorer? I, I think there's a part of that in that is this just thirst for acquiring understanding, but it's common to everyone, every child drinking the knowledge of this world, this life and this existence. So beautiful. Here's another poem, Coming Up Over the Hill Into Sunset. Coming up over the hill into sunset, I say live because of that sun that dies each day, unique and irreparable. I mean, who doesn't like the beauty of sunset? The beauty of that uh, indescribable sky. And how many times have you walked, have I walked, looking for soul, looking for that connection, tasting that connection, and you come up over the hill into something so arresting so aesthetically arresting to use what I remember. <laughs> I forget who said that, but aesthetic arrest. Perhaps James Joyce, that thing which truly stirs your heart, soul. And you see that and are awash in beauty and feel all the reason you need to be alive. All right, I've got one more for you before we go. Thanks for listening. I wish you a wonderful, wonderful journey. White bird of light, stranger from a distant star, you who no longer stranger are, upon that milky path you fly, white bird of light, white bird of radiant white. Cast forth your thousand thousand wings, behind which cosmos churns and sings, one song, one pattern dazzling bright, white bird of light, white bird of night. Child of the starry spreading moon, whose halos from your eyes are thrown, whose powers gather in the night, like wishes in a pool of white. My halo wishes wish for you, bright stranger from a distant star, white bird of light, we brethren are. Thank you so much again for tuning in to Micah Sun Reflections. I hope that it's touched you in a way that helps you grow and see the light between the shadows. If you'd like to support this work, 
find out more about me or be in touch, please click through the attached episode notes or visit Micah Sun Reflections at WordPress.com. Getting art to your ears, dropping in and dropping deep for a moment. May your path be filled. May it be full.